So beginning the day, where does the day begin? Begins when there's some sense of a decisive engagement. And uh, often in daily life, this uh, is a kind of hasty scramble uh, towards what we sense as the outer domain and, and the functioning and the getting and the getting things done and so on. So there's a kind of jump. And so, you know, sometimes you hardly ever recover from that <laughs> jump, because as soon as you jump out, then uh, the outer starts to govern how and who you are. Not just how you are, but who you are. Loss of uh, presence, loss of center. Mm. But since there is, must be decisive engagement for a day to be a day, it's like the sunrise doesn't jump. So we've all uh, got up and walked here, so yeah. But now we take a little more time to return. Something inward and warm, perhaps not very closely defined. See if you're kind of revising that movement from the inner to what seems to be the outer. And just um, graduating it. So, and animating all of it. So it's this, uh, the deanimation, which is we miss over the full animation of the body. If we jump, and then we get mechanized. Mm. Mechanical. So beginning anything you could call center. Could be probably could be your, your abdomen, somewhere in there, or anywhere where you feel this is center, it's not closely defined, it's maybe, it is animate, it's a kind of warm, perhaps fuzzy or mm. it's breathing. Let's not concern ourselves with too many fine details, just that there is breathing, just that slow pulse of life, animation. 
And how far does the ripples of that extend? If you find your attention doesn't settle there, you feel unsettled, um, then you need to come to the surface as if you have a blanket around you, so you, and even some movement. Something that you feel you're living in that's comfortable. And the, do you feel you can drift back to that center, wherever that is? No. And allow the expansion. So as if the, almost like a balloon, very, very slowly inflating and don't concern yourself at this point too much with details of the anatomy just the sense of an expansive signal if rippling of energy, rippling of feeling, expanding, subsiding, and whatever is illuminated in that, we get some sense of a chest or a
Again, if things seem to either jump or lock or, you know, allow some movement. So movement as a, just a sort of comforting Movement also is anim- animation. So just even the slight you know, roll of the shoulders or the fingers, the head, the signal, mm-hmm. signaling. So the signals of animation. Tissues, breathing, meeting up, The breathing becomes more full, and probably notice or experience it coming into the open air around you, streaming down the nostrils, down the throat. There's a sense of coming up for air. And breathing connecting the internal to the external. Keep your attention slightly softer so you're not so much purely focusing on the sensations of the air, what you imagine to be the air anyway, but the overall expansion, 
This is the activation through the inhalation. Inhalation things kind of light up. You may feel in that what I call a lighting up your upper chest, or you begin to discern your uh, your face, some of it. Or the abdomen. And the exhalation subsiding. So all tissues graduated successively, warming up. And it's generally not a process of following the visual anatomy so much as the tactile anatomy. This means first pieces that become apparent are the more sensitive areas, maybe the face, hands. throat. Sensitivity um, was another sign of animation. The movement is one, but sensitivity, that uh, tingly sense, that acuteness, which occurs in the hands, the face, that's another quality, receptive. Mm, mobility, says the active, sensitivity, the receptive, these two.
and pick up the sign of the receptive, wherever you can sense that, that's the, whenever that comes in, that could be in your hands, your face, inner quality in your mouth. There is a certain glowingness to it, so when the movements subside, such as the end of the out-breath, you still sense that glow, the subtle glow, then the movement begins again. where it's um, helpful to keep these two these two playing together the uh, involuntary movement of breathing which is uh, body does it and that's um, reliable the energy that goes with that, the slightly illuminating or brightening, subsiding, and the sensitivity. Mm. Because once you come to the sensitive, then you get some activations. Mm. Or possibly things may twitch or jump or close or mm, divert sensitivity is sensitive so it carries signals of caution or apprehension or eagerness it gets jumpy So, uh, keep that underlying comforting rhythm in mind. You can move deeply internal, pick up the sign of the warming or the rhythmic. Expanding to the sensitive, the surfaces, so that uh, the surfaces can be carefully 
illuminated. And you might use your, as you get more tuned in, sensing perhaps the less sensitive surfaces like your back, shoulders on down. legs and the feet, especially the feet, opening the soles of the feet. So if you're taking some lead in this, being exercising some decisiveness, then the intention will be to sensitize or come to the surface of the entire form. But acknowledging sensitivity is sensitive. Uh, and that means um, okay, vulnerable. So we first give more attention to the protective side back. Mm. That's which where we connect to the earth stable presence, legs, the feet whether they're touching the ground or not. Because any area that is uh, closed, either just because it hasn't woken up yet or whatever, will have an effect on the whole skin. Certain like a, if you can imagine like a drum skin, and you've got a little bit tightened up in one corner, all of the skin receives that impression. So we Areas that we can mm, 
more easily open, such as the hands, soles of the feet, which are sensitive but relatively safe. Back, the width and the length, the span down the arms. The most um, highly protected surfaces will be the face, throat, chest. So um, let's leave them to one side and I mean obviously if they come in that's fine but most attention back, span, across the shoulders, back of the neck. Sense of the full, full span, one side to the other. You may sense there's a little more room in that uh, zone. To move forward from the shoulder area behind, you know, in the back to the top of the chest. Connecting the two.
if you begin to sense the expansion occurring in the upper chest, just tracing the effect down into the hands. If one hand is uh, touching the other, fingertips, palm on palm, a sense of a connection through the hands you've got. So that current contained across the back, down the hands, down one hand into the other hand, you don't like a ring expanding, glowing. And the sign of sensitivity, wherever it's most available, most happy. forming these connections so the hands might feel quite comfortable and warm widening your attention from those areas up your arms across your chest filling the body connecting to the swell of the breathing If the fingers grip or tighten, give more attention to the palms. Opening in the palms.
the palms and the soles of the feet resonate with each other, so, or can do. So again, the any opening in the palms, the hands checking the soles of the feet, and the other way round. Connecting, forming the connections. Obviously the hands and the feet are your, the primary agents for your connection to the external. So it's important they feel comfortable in themselves. Forming the connections. And stream up the arms to the chest. Connect to the throat, the breathing. You feel perhaps a flush in the face. Opening the skin of the head, here the most um, available will be the around the eyes, the eye sockets, forehead, temples. To open just means to be aware of the sensitivity and uh, relax any subtle contraction or, you know, just as soon as we acknowledge this sensitivity, they begin to feel sensitive and you want to have a gentle 
space around that or invitation. So that the space invites the tissues to open. So these are important um, faces, very important signal connector, isn't it? It's we signal to the world around us. We don't do much with it, but we do a lot in terms of signaling. So you now the space around the head is just open and happy. It's easy. Don't have to jump out to it. Continuing the movement surfaces inside the mouth. So another area which really strongly connects the external. Bring food in, bring our words out. Here the muscle is the tongue. So you feel that sense of the cave, cavity, palate, and then the tongue, beginning the back of the tongue, so the root of the tongue, 
it's arched, it will be about swallowing. If you relax, it will be about breathing. Let's relax it. Tongue tip may curl up. Uh, that rather like the hands with the meditation curl. But the root of the tongue remains relaxed. Mm. You can sense then that allows sensing the subtle warmth of the breath flow, mm, brushing the back of the back of the gullet where the nasal chambers enter. Mm, glowing point there. This may come later. But what can help that is if we bring out our voice. which of course is our primary signal to the world around us Mm. and uh, rather being hasty to formulate words and greetings just take it right back then you get a sense of the forming throat Breathing, back of the mouth, and then how the mouth shapes up, the tongue, the mouth, the lips shape up the, what we call the words. Well, let's just begin with the vowels, which are always the open qualities, the vowels are the openings. And then release it. So we just um, felt into that activation sensitivities, resonances and hear it, feel it
you may not be ready yet to make sounds, you know, maybe you just want to rest a bit more and you know, expand your awareness of um, what we've been doing, any areas that seem to ask for it. But it may be that um, in due time there'll be a, something to bring forth as we dedicate the day. Take your time. So I'm going to bring in some sound, as you hear it you can decide whether you want to follow or just listen, or what's your time. Mm-hmm. 